Hello and welcome to Next Generation Behavioral Health. 10-minute tips for modernizing patient care. I'm Dr. Christina Armstrong. And I'm Julie Kim. This is a three-part special episode where we interview psychologist and military child and family expert, Dr. Kelly Blasco. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Maybe you can help our audience understand the scope of the issue here. How many military children are there? And then what are some of the unique needs and challenges that military kids have? Yes. Actually, there are quite a few military children. In fact, every year since about 2010, there have been approximately 1.7 million military children uh, that have active duty parents. Wow. That includes both Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and National Guard and Reserve. Many of those children have experienced a deployment, and in some cases, multiple deployments. This, as you can imagine, can be very stressful. Certainly leading up to preparation when they're knowing that their parent is going to be leaving anytime soon, uh, then while they're deployed, being separated, where parents miss kind of common everyday types of events, whether it be getting an A on a, a test or a prom or their birthday. And then when a parent comes home, it can often be stressful during the time when they kind of just back to home life. So what we've been noticing and a lot of the research shows is that these children really have quite a few stressors. Some of the ways that they experience that is through anxiety. They start acting out with negative behaviors. They sometimes regress to behaviors that, for, that, for example, when they've already kind of grown out of. Maybe they used to have a lot more nightmares or waking up quite frequently at night, and that's been resolved. And then when their parent is separate, where they're separated from their parent, that kind of emerges again. What we also are noticing increases in depression, and that is very concerning. And since over the years, it's be- the problem has been highlighted even more so, where military children, as compared to their civilian peers, are likely to have higher rates of suicidal ideation and attempts. So it's really, really important that we give these military children help and the resources they need, particularly before it turns into something more serious like depression and anxiety. Thank you for describing that to our audience, the, the scope of the issue and how critical it is that we put resources toward hel- helping military kids and their families. Another issue that I failed to mention was around moving. Actually, this is not unique to our current military children, but it has, as long as the military has existed, uh, families move quite frequently, sometimes every year and more than once in a year. But what we do know is that military children on average move six to nine times uh, before they graduate high school. And that can be also tough being the new kid on the block or adjusting to a different situation. 
And the struggle of moving can be different depending on their age or the circumstance if they're separated from their parent and so on. So just in day-to-day life, uh, military children have everything that other civilian children, they go to school, but then on top of it, they have these additional stressors of moving or deployment and so on. That's right. Um, Can you tell our audience a little about some of the resources that you and the Department of Defense have created to help support our military kids? Actually, the Department of Defense has done quite a bit and recognizing that this is actually an issue for our families. We've created two programs, one for young children, uh, ages infancy to five years old. So that is the Sesame Street for Military Family Program. And then for older children from ages six to 17, the Military Kids Connect Program. Kelly, both of these programs are incredible, and I want our listeners to hear about it. We're going to invite you back next week to talk about Military Kids Connect. So today, in our remaining time, can you tell us about some of the programs for our younger children? Yes. Really, the Sesame Street for Military Families program is the program that helps our young children, military children. The strength of that program is building on Sesame Street's Uh, Muppets as trusted sources for kids and parents. The whole program is really provide skits of the Muppets so that kids and parents can watch these together and learn about how to talk about deployments. Kids get to see Elmo talking about his fears when his dad goes away. And parents get to see how the father handles questions that Elmo's might have. What about some of the mobile apps that are associated with that program, too? Uh, so there's the website, Sesame Street, uh, Sesame Street for Military Families.org. And we have a mobile app called The Big Moving Adventure, which really is great because it takes a military child through the process of moving and learning skills like saying goodbye to their friends, moving, and then learning how to say hello and, and meet new friends at the other end. There also is a app called Breathe, Think, Do, which happens to be my, one of my most favorite apps ever because it teaches about how to breathe and to solve everyday problems. Little kids run into challenges such as tying their frustrated tying their shoes or having to say goodbye to a parent at a daycare. And this app enables them to learn how to breathe, how to think about what they're frustrated about, and figure out what they can do. It's a very good skill for them that they can use throughout their life. Yeah, Kelly, I got to say, the Big Moving Adventure and Breathe, Think, Do are also my favorite apps. Not only have I used the Breathe, Think, Do with kids on the autism spectrum, but I have also used them with my own kids who are now ages seven and nine. But I started using these with them when they were one and four. And uh, especially during a move, it it was so important to to use those tools. And I saw them generalizing the skills that they learned through those apps in their daily life, which was, which is pretty incredible to see. The also the other thing I really love about those apps is they have a, a parent sections kind of hidden back end parent sections, which I found incredibly useful. Even though Sesame Street appears that it is just for children, 
it actually is more geared towards the parents. And we know if parents are feeling good and confident as parents, that in fact, that kind of rubs off on their children. And so those parenting tips are really, really important for parents to know how to handle different situations. Actually, when we evaluated the app with parents, the Big Moving Adventure app, we actually found it to be helpful not only in preparation for our move, but also once they had moved to talk about what had happened. Mm -hmm. That was kind of an unintended consequence, but it really did make a big difference because sometimes kids don't really know what's going to happen, even though you prepare them. But they run into a lot of feelings afterwards, and it helped with that as well. It's clear that the Department of Defense and the Defense Health Agency have made some phenomenal products here that are good for our military beneficiaries, but civilian kids as well, as you point out. Thank you so much, Dr. Blasco. Thank you for sharing Next Generation Behavioral Health on social media and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at Military Health. Next Generation Behavioral Health is produced by the Defense Health Agency. 